I figured this music selection would let Nikki Freed know that we're allies, if she didn't already. If she couldn't have figured it out with my glowing praise for her on Twitter. In fact, I'm here five hours ago from her Twitter account, which is N-I-K-K-I-F-R-I-E-D. She retweeted normal and said marijuana is medicine. Florida should be working to expand access, not restrict it. She's been good enough to join us on the phone right now. And in fact, the THC cap proposal, which in my opinion is complete BS, was the impetus for us reaching out to our state's commissioner of agriculture and consumer services, Nikki Freed. Thank you very much for joining us today. Appreciate that. Absolutely. And you're right. Hearing that music, I feel like I'm back in like normal world. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to Tallahassee world. Oh, man. I can't imagine for someone like you who seems to have your feet firmly planted in the normal world of how normal people act, how weird it is being uh, involved in the bureaucracy and red tape of our state's capital. Is it frustrating? Oh, Drew. I I mean, the stories that I could tell, um, so frustrating, you know, that that every single day I'm like, oh my God, what are they doing today? And they're not even they're not even helping people. They're they're on their own, you know, priorities list, and it's not things that are impacting people every day. Like going after China, going after Facebook and Twitter, uh, you know, a, a protest legislation. I mean, obviously, how the governor's been dealing with this pandemic. Like, I really feel like I'm living in like an alternative like universe of, of reality here in Tallahassee. Yeah. And Florida in general, we've always been a little weird. And, and, you know, we've gone back and forth with our opinions about Governor DeSantis because at first, when he first took office, even with that gross uh, campaign ad with his kid building a wall, <laughs> I was hopeful. Yeah. I thought I thought this this is a guy who maybe gives off the impression that he somewhat cares about our state. And then the way, in my opinion, well, look. We all want businesses to stay open, and I'm sure you do as well, and, and, and we won't, don't want to see our friends, our family members losing their livelihoods because of this pandemic. Uh, but to spike the football early like Governor DeSantis did, and now what he's uh, up against, which what you made the news for today, which is looking further into how his pop-up vaccine sites seem to serve those who have donated to his campaign. Um, a lot of Ronnie D fans out there, but also in my opinion, kind of a a little bit shady about this guy. Would you agree? Yeah, you know, and I had the same opinion. You know, when I first walked in and and got, you know, elected in 2018, you know, really thought that there was a a tremendous opportunity for us all to work together. You know, here with four members of the cabinet, all under under 50, um, all of us having young families and a next generation, really thought that there was going to be an opportunity for us to come together. I mean, look, he did things for teachers and he did things really for the environment. Uh, you know, he, he, you know, had the legislature deal with it, you know, smokable back, you know, in 2019. So we really thought that there was going to be some kind of meeting of the minds and, and showing the rest of the country how it looks in Florida for Democrats and Republicans to work together. Um, but unfortunately, it looks like some kind of switch happened in the beginning of 2020 that he went back to really who he is. And that's what we saw during his campaign of the, you know, building of the wall, you know, video. And, and so, yeah, so since then, he has you know done this on his own. Um, he's been very bullish, very lacking of empathy. Uh, his orders coming out um, were all over the place, confusing to people. And during a time of a pandemic, you look for your leaders to have clear, concise decision making. And what he did is he confused people, wasn't transparent. I mean, even till today, I, I don't 
I don't know if I can trust the numbers coming out from the DOH. You know, we know that they have changed death certificates in the past, and we didn't know the numbers coming out of nursing homes or the prisons, um, even the numbers coming out of the schools when it kind of came to, uh, you know, how many cases. And so now, of course, you know, we are seeing um, the vaccine rollout, which is just insane from day one of not having a plan in place. People were frantically, you know, driving all over the state. If you're 65 and above, you know, elderly, you know, citizens you know, sitting in line for hours upon hours and to the point that they had to bring bags with them to relieve themselves. And then, of course, now you're seeing all the political donations coming in and people that have financial abilities and giving financial you know, contributions to this campaign are getting to the front of the lines where so many of our state seniors are still unable to get into in line. And, of course, we still have a lot of essential workers, our healthcare workers, our first responders, our teachers, our farm workers that can't get access yet to the vaccine. Okay. Um, that's why we called on an investigation. We're speaking with Nikki Freed. She is the first woman elected uh, to the position of Florida Commissioner of Agriculture and Consumer Services. She's also uh, the only Democratic statewide elected fi- official in our state of Florida. John Senning, what do you have for Ms. Freed? Nikki, where do you stand uh, with Ron DeSantis' decision to be the first state to really just open 100% as we look at other states like Mississippi and Texas and go, oh, geez, I can't believe they're doing that. We've kind of been in that scenario uh, since September. Where, how do you handle that balance of trying to be safe with also protecting the business owners out there? Yeah, and I think that's been one of my biggest criticism of the governor. Again, of course. We want everybody getting back to work and getting back to some kind of normality. We don't want people on unemployment. I mean, my God, the, the lives that we saw, you know, for food banks. And so, you know, having that, that balance is, is appropriate. But the problem was here that the governor picked and choose businesses at first. Yes, you're going to be open. No, you're not. And then giving mixed messages of, of businesses and not giving any direction of how to make sure that they're keeping their employees safe and the patrons safe. So I have been very clear in my message. While the governor has has opened up the state, he's also making you believe and creating this like pretty picture that the pandemic's behind us. Everybody go back to work. This is fine. Pandemic isn't really that big of a deal. Well, tell that to to the the 30,000 plus families who have lost loved ones and to the people that were scared to death when they're sitting in hospitals and on ventilators. Um, And and so what I've been very clear on is like, look, if we're going to have people, if our businesses are open and giving people that choice to to open up their businesses and sending our kids back to school, at least they'll have the consistent message that this is not behind us. Please wear a mask. You know, I've asked the governor to have a statewide mask mandate, refuses to do so. Uh, The local government stepped up and they took care of some of that. And now, you know, they came back and said, local governments, you don't have this power and, and I will not give you this power. Um, and, and so there's been these mixed messages from the governor is, you know, like, hey, we're going to do all these things, but not telling us that the pandemic is still there. You still need to social distance. You still need to wear your mask. You still need to wash your hands. You still need to go into places where are not, you know, where are not crowded. And certainly if a business is open and not following safety protocols, don't go to that business establishment. It goes back to free market and, and capitalism and, you know, but you got to make sure that you're also taking personal responsibility, which Unfortunately, when you don't have a, a governor who is showing you what that looks like, um, you know, people are, are going to follow, you know, you know, not his lead, hopefully. We are speaking with Nikki Freed. She held a press conference today about Governor Ron DeSantis' red carpet vaccine distribution for, for donors. And um, I would just imagine that this makes for some uncomfortable moments for you in the state capitol. But I so admire 
your willingness to speak out and at least take a look at it. And I think that's all you're asking is, look, okay, if there isn't any malfeasance here, if there isn't any inappropriate pop-up vaccine sites, great. Uh, an investigation will certainly flesh that out. But let's get the Federal Bureau of Investigations involved so that they can take a look and make sure that everything was done uh, above board, right? That, that, that's absolutely the case. You know, it, is I don't, you know, I, I'm only going off of what some great reporters have uncovered. Um, but the problem is that it, it's not an isolated incident. And that's what also draws my, my huge concern is that we've seen this happen time and time again. You know, now we've got three just black and white situations where we know um, donors got access before anybody else. And we saw the same thing happen, big donors coming in, flying into our state that weren't even Florida residents getting the vaccine. And he, you know, wasn't stopping that until it became such an abundant problem that he was getting such bad press on it that he stopped, you know, flying in. Um, but the same thing, and when you didn't have a plan, you, you only distribute it through the public. So we know that so many parts of our state are food insecure, and it would take people 45 minutes if they had a car to get to the nearest public system. And he made comments even in the villages that we're going to continue giving, uh, you know, vaccines in locations that are like-minded. Well, what does that say? You know, and, and so there's just been all of these just time and time again examples over the last few months um, that makes me very concerned of the disproportionate, uh, you know, distribution of the vaccine into white population versus um, our Hispanic and communities of color are, you know, 51 percent, you know, versus 11 percent in Hispanic and about 4.7 in the black community. Mm. So when you see all of these data points and you see this clear case, um, I have an obligation as your consumer watchdog and, and as a public official to say something's going on here. I don't have all the facts, but uh, we need people to be looking into this and me investigating uh, what is actually happening here in the state. Nikki Fried is joining us. She is the Florida Commissioner of Agriculture and Consumer Services. Nikki, you mentioned you mentioned Publix and, you know, we can only go off the things we see reported as well. We know, you know, there was the connection between the heiress and, and all the, the donations for the, the rally in Washington. And we know there's a history there with donations to Ron DeSantis campaign. Is that something that concerns you? Yeah, you know, and I think the issue is, so I think it's two separate issues. You know, I, you know, the, the, Donation from the Harris to to deal with the insurrection. I mean, that in of itself. Um, I, I, when the FBI had finished with their investigation on who was supporting the insurrection on the Capitol, um, there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be behind bars. Um, then, then this other aspect is dealing with the vaccine. And look, I, I you know, public stepped up, and we're appreciative that they stepped up. The problem was when you don't have a plan and the recognition that there are not, if Publix is the only place where vaccines are being distributed, and we know that they're not in rural communities, we know that they're not in minority communities um, and some of our farming areas, then you you had to figure out, okay, that's not going to be enough. Let's figure out a plan beforehand of how we get these distributed. And, And unfortunately, that was not what, you know, somebody inside of Publix or the governor's office should have been smart enough to realize uh, this is not the right approach, and certainly the optics of the governor receiving a, a significant campaign contribution from public, uh, again, just brings light to something doesn't smell right here. And, and as a past public defender, I, you know, I have seen crime freeze, and I've seen you know cases laid out for, for criminal activity. And typically, when there's smoke, there's fire. Mm. And you know that's why we're asking for an investigation because there's too many data points um, that just don't line up. When you say, speaking of something that doesn't smell right, uh, let's talk about something that does smell right, and that's the reason that we reached out to you in the first place, and that is the 
<laughs> that smells quite right indeed. Uh, that, uh, you know, Florida Republicans seem to want, I don't know why they're so butthurt over medical marijuana. You would know more than I being a lobbyist for the marijuana industry before your current position. Why in the hell would they care about medical patients getting too much THC that might help ease some of their symptoms and take away some of their pain? It, it, it is absolutely outrageous. And, and this issue makes me passionate and, and angry, as people should be across the entire state. Um, the people voted. We spoke. 71% of us voted to have not just statutes passed, but in our Constitution. It is a constitutionally protected right. And, you know, first legislature kept, you know, smokable flour out of the statutes. There was a lawsuit. Um, we put a lot of pressure on, you know, first Governor Scott and now, you know, Governor DeSantis uh, to drop the appeals. Uh, luckily, he heard and was, I think, more of a political, you know, didn't want to take me on on this issue. And so asked the legislature to, to fix smoking. And now they're coming back. Um, I don't know the problem they're trying to solve. I have in all of my time, you know, talking about cannabis and marijuana, I have yet to meet one person who said, oh, my God, I smoked too much weed last night. We got to stop this. <laughs> like, I just, that is not. Should have seen me this morning. <laughs> you know, I've not, I've not met one. Um, but what I have met are patients who think, thank God I've got access to this medicine. And thank God because now I can get out of bed and have an appetite after my chemo treatment. Or you know what? I'm so glad that I smoked last night because if not, I might have been inclined to take some more opioids to deal with my pain or to deal with PTSD. That is who I've heard from. And so I don't know what issue that they are trying to solve here um, because they can't tell me. And so this is an increased not only tax on our patients, it is making it more difficult for our patients um, in this legal marketplace. And all we're doing is forcing them back into the illegal market where you don't know what type of, of you know, pot you're buying and where it came from, if it's laced, what, how much THC is actually in it, if it's oregano. Um, you have no idea. And that's why we needed a robust medical program to take care of over the 500,000 patients that are on the registry. And we should be working together to fix the program and to move it forward, um, making sure that there's more access and affordable access to patients not going in the other direction. We see so many states that are going to full legalization, and yet here in the state of Florida, you know, we're, we're, we're going backwards. Um, and I feel like I'm back in, like, the, you know, the 70s and 80s when, you know, Andrew Reagan says don't do drugs. They <laughs> know. <laughs> John Sending, what do you have for Nikki Freed? Nikki, is there a connection to be made here when we talk about a possible future with, with recreational or full decriminalization in the state of Florida? Is there a connection to be made between doing that and making enough money to help us bounce back from this recession that we're now in because of the COVID pandemic? And secondly, uh, are you going to be running for governor in 2022? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, so on the first question, uh, of course, there's an economic aspect of this, you know, and, and there should be. Uh, not only do we have an opportunity that if we started to allow for, for full adult use here in our state, that you'd have an opportunity for, for our farmers, for our entrepreneurs uh, to start cultivating and creating product lines, uh, reducing the cost of, of the product. Uh, and so now it's a taxable revenue for our state, which we can use for education, affordable housing, infrastructure. I mean, the, the list goes on and on of what we can do. But the other part where people don't understand, too, how much of a win-win this is, it decreases the cost of our criminal justice system when we start taking people out of the jails and out of the wheelhouse um, for simple possession charges. 
Um, you're decreasing the, the cost of the public defenders, the state attorneys, law enforcement who actually can go after real crimes and not just possession. Um, and so you're decreasing cr- the, the criminal side. And you're also decreasing our health care costs. If more and more people go towards, you know, access to, to marijuana, and, and then they're less inclined um, to be using hardcore pharmaceutical drugs that are more expensive on, on their health insurance. Uh, and it gets people to a better way of life. Uh, so you have a decrease in health care costs, a decrease in the criminal justice system, an increase in taxable revenue. This is a win-win-win. Um, and, and, of course, you know, I, the, the social justice aspect is a whole other conversation. But, uh, but certainly this is where we need to go. And if it's not going to happen with our legislature, then um, it certainly will be uh, either on the ballot in 2022 or something that I will continue to push in 2022 and, and, and more so on the federal level, too, with now a Democratic Congress and a Democrat in the White House, and I'm hoping that we'll make some movement there. On the last question, um, <laughs> so, you know, every single day, uh, and I get more and more convinced um, that Ron DeSantis needs to be replaced, uh, what he has done to our state, and it's not just Ron. It's the entire 25 to 30 years of Republican rule here in our state. Um, and what I talked about today with, with FBI investigations on, on corruption Quite frankly, this is what's been happening in our state for, for many, many years. And it's just now so blatantly that it's getting in, into the press. So as we're having those conversations and I'm seeing this and my heart is breaking for so many of our people in our state, um, people are coming up to me and, and asking me to run as our only statewide elected Democrat. Um, so we, we are taking it very seriously uh, because I know that the state of Florida deserves better than what they have right now in Tallahassee. Oh, man, I'm loving what you're saying. Listen, we asked for 15 minutes. You gave us 18. That is wonderful of you. And before I let you go, I have to say, I think we have this in common. Well, many things uh, politically and opinion-wise, but I believe we both have Jewish moms. Is that true? That is very true. Okay. My uh, <laughs> my Jewish mom texted me when she found out we were going to have you and said that my nephew, Jack, uh, who was 12 at the time, was an intern in Tallahassee and said that you were the legislator who spent the most time talking with the kids and that really meant a lot to him and obviously meant a lot to my mom so thank you for that and uh that's that's you're a mensch and uh and well that's why that's why we do what we do you know that's what public service is is you you you're there to spend time with the youth and inspire them to to want to be involved in government and to give back and and to be an elected official and and be able to serve it's just been such an honor I really like what you have to say, and I look for people who uh, don't exactly follow blindly down party lines, who are open-minded when it comes to certain ideas. I like to say a lot of people are liberal, socially conservative, uh, fiscally conservative, and uh, you strike me as one of those types of people, as am I. Absolutely, and I think, quite frankly, um, most of America is. Um, You know, most of America is, you know, socially liberal, whether it's on, you know, cannabis or LGBTQ rights, um, and then fiscally responsible. We have to, you know, I, I have to balance my checkbook at home, and, and so should we um, in, in Tallahassee and in Washington, D.C. Man, you're a ray of sunshine. Thank you so much for the time. I hope that we can touch base with you again. I hope that we've earned a certain level of trust Absolutely. with you, and uh, we're here to amplify your voice as much as we can. Nikki, thank you so much for the time, and good luck to you, whatever it might lead to, and uh, and thank you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, thanks for having me on, and I definitely will come back anytime y'all want. Oh, mazel tov. Thank you so much. Have a great, great <laughs> afternoon and evening. You take care, all right? Awesome. You too. Thank you. Shalom. She doesn't really seem like a politician very Not much. Dude, like a person. You know what yeah. I mean?
like yeah. a, like a person who actually cares about people. Yeah, and I don't, I you know, not that I have lots of dealings with a lot of politicians, but she just doesn't necessarily feel like one. I mean, I do. Yeah. Chugab alive. Hello. Hi. Full phones, by the way. People waiting to, uh, to talk about Nikki Freed. Go ahead, caller. Yeah. Hey. Um. Was listening to the uh, commentary, which was great and everything, but Good. hopefully most people will praise our governor because we're the lucky state that. People are working and yeah, have no, jobs. We, listen, and man, we said that. Like, stuff. like we said that, but yeah, that doesn't make him a perfect it. government. Like, governor, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you can simultaneously yeah. keep our state open while at the same time being held accountable if you're found you that could. you engage in cronyism. You know. You- you, you could, but you're getting leadership from the Democratic Party in the House, in the in the White House, and they do not do that. Your state would be shut down and okay. closed. Thank you. Seven two seven five seven nine one zero two five. Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Hi, Drew. Hi. I am very upset. You're oh, talking no. to Nikki Freed. Sorry. Okay, she is ridiculous. She Sounds is a narcissist. Oh. She needs to put her me. face on the signs that go on the gas station pumps because she is a narcissist. That's what you're the mad only about. Thing she's good for is people drawing phallic shapes going into her mouth. Okay. Oh wow! Alive, oh man, are they all going to be like this? Man, I don't know. Oh man. Hello. Hello. This, this is Joel. Hi, Joel. Yeah, you know, she sounds nice, but uh, I think it, I think your campaign has started. I think your campaign has started by using the, the liberal press and uh, uh, with these unfounded uh, accusations. Well, how are they unfounded? I mean, they're, it's under investigation right now. There's obviously enough proof to start an investigation, and an investigation it's, it's, it's will reveal if there's any. Well, she's talking to the FBI. I would say that's the beginning stages. They're, they're asking the FBI right. to investigate. Yeah, they're, they're they're not investigating, right? But but, if, but all it takes is for her. All it takes is for her to say, "We're asking for all the newspapers to pick it up," and then now all the, now you're calling him a cronyism, a, a crony uh, governor, right? I, I, no, I never called him a crony governor. I said he might have engaged well, in cronyism. And honestly, I think I think what happens with this whole thing will probably dictate her fate. Like if she comes out and somebody does an you know an investigation and there's nothing to be found or it just never goes anywhere, like she is putting her eggs in this basket. That, for sure. That's, that is for sure. And and if there is an investigation, we'll find out. And if there's no investigation, then there what there weren't enough allegations to sustain it. So you know, I'm sure she'll say I was wrong. Drew Gobble live. Hello. Hey, I was just calling about the fraud that you were talking to. <laughs> Man, so this is the fourth. Right. This is this is the fourth call in a row that yeah. that that called her a fraud. So. Let, let's You're the first person the, who called her a fraud to be. I mean, well, to be well, but everybody else, but everybody else don't like her either. So listen, she's talking it? about today's national grammar day. Okay, you're so good, dude. Well, I'm listen. not saying I'm so good. I'm just saying it's National Grammar Day. I had to correct her grammar. Apologize. I wouldn't yeah, do that well, any other day. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Listen, her, her, she's she's the mouthpiece of the liberal organization in Florida. Man, y'all just love throwing out that liberal word, right? Like, well, I mean, like you, you, wait, wait, you, wait. You you throw out the Republican. What are you talking about? A Republican is a party. Just so you know, Republican's a political party. Liberal's not a political party. Okay, so so conservative Republican. You see, you said conservative. Ugly. I'm conser- fiscally conservative. Me too. She's a she's a liberal. So she she's That's fiscally she she's fiscally conservative. Okay, but she's socially liberal. And, right. Me and too. She's she's, spout, she's spouting a lot of untruths. 
saying that Publix Mistruth. was the only plan DeSantis had? That ain't true. She didn't say Publix that was the only. Made... She didn't say that was the only plan that he had. She, she said, said that was the that, only that, place where that was initially distributed, which was accurate. No, no, it's not. That's not true. Publix didn't come into the game until a month later. There was there was uh, shots at a baseball stadium up the road in Fort Myers where people camped out overnight. And the other thing, this is a pandemic, dude, that you've never lived through. You're right. That nobody alive has never lived through. So tell me your game plan. Tell me. I don't have one. I'm not an elected official. I'm not. I don't have to, sir. I'm not an elected official. You're I'm exactly, just a guy in the radio. You're exactly. But no, no elected official lived through that either. And with Fauci True. moving the goalposts, oh, we need to do this. We True. need to do this. True. The goalpost was moving. It was a fluid situation. You're right. So nobody, nobody's got the perfect game plan. You're right. For her to sit there and say this is some criminal act. It's her job. Ridiculous. It's her job to do that, sir. Thank you. Ooh, snowflakey guys. Well, well I mean, I, I mean, the thing is, is that the people that love Ron DeSantis love the man. Oh yeah. And they, I think, when he when he opened this state, people took it as a personal gesture to help their families and to help their businesses. For sure. And, when and you, he should be applauded and, for that. And when you feel that, I think that probably earns you a certain loyalty uh, fr- from people that that are able to look the other way when it comes to oh, yeah. those things that. That you know, politicians do, which yep. is do pol- political stuff. And you angry snowflakes just couldn't get on the lines quick yeah. enough, could you? Drew Grubb alive. Hello. Man, this is rough. Um, <laughs> Dude, I love I it. Think I'll, I, think, <laughs> I think I'll give a little bit of a different opinion here. Oh, um, no. Huge Trump supporter. Love, love Ron DeSantis. Um, but at the same time, like, if he did anything, it'll come out. If he didn't, big deal. Um, Nikki Freed needs to be, I will vote for her every single time because of marijuana and because of her views on, uh, gun registration and, uh, concealed carry. Yeah. She's admitted she's got her concealed carry Hell yeah. and she's got her yeah. mar- medical marijuana license. Like yeah. these are two absolute rights that people fail to fail to realize are important, especially the second amendment in our constitution. We finally have a Democrat who actually supports that in this state. And we're giving her the third degree because she wants an, inv- everybody wants an investigation sure. on everything. Okay. Yeah. Like just, I'm with just you, calm down. Thank okay? you. Thank you. I got to cut you short. Th- that's the thing is, is this woman is not the uber liberal far left progressive at, at all. I right. mean, to, to hear anybody who's a Democrat in 2021, uh, really kind of dig into the fact that they're a capitalist. I don't think, and don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm more of a Ron DeSantis guy. If you told me to vote today, I'd vote for the guy. I'm just telling you with my heart and where that lies at this exact moment. But at the same time, like these callers, the worst thing she's done at this point, if you're these callers, is come, for, is come for Ron DeSantis. Which I mean, your daddy. I understand. I understand that. But the woman is not some some ultra left leaning uh, politician. I wouldn't call her a liberal, but I mean, you guys would. But then again, you probably decided that before she even said her first word. Drew Gobble live. Hello. Hey. Hi. How's it going, guys? Good. What up? This, I just wanted to comment on the topic today. All right. Man. <laughs> I feel sorry for her. I can't believe that that guy earlier called about somebody being a narcissist. Are you kidding me? After four years of what we just went through? I don't even. Yeah, that's a good point. 727 <laughs> Drew Grab alive. Hello. She's the best thing that ever happened to Florida. And Ron. Ron DeSantis ball smoke. Oh, that's what he was going to say. Nice measured comments here. Right, right. Uh, very, you know, right. Uh, very realistic. And, uh, you know, <laughs> she's the greatest thing since fresh squeezed orange juice. She's the devil. <laughs> Drew Gobble Live. Hello. 
How's it going, Drew? What up, dude? What's going on? You tell me. You uh, Let's go. Come on. Loving the day, man. It seems like you guys are definitely having a back-and-forth conversation with everybody. Um, okay, thank you for pointing out the obvious. What can we do for you, sir? We're having we a day. We don't need a show narrator. We need your opinion. Is the Florida GOAT. I got you. Florida GOAT, man. Ron DeSantis, not Tom Brady. Seven two seven five seven nine one two five. Now that's blasphemy. <laughs> Drew Gobble Live, hello. Am I on? I think so. Well, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Tom Tom took the money. Ron gave the money. I don't. Who really is the goat? <laughs> that's a, that is true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just have to say something very positive about Nikki Freed. I've seen her picture on the little gas station uh, emblem, and I love her from the time I saw her. I think she's great. I think she's got a great mind, and I think she needs to run for governor. Go. And she's got my vote, and probably half, at least half of the other people in the state. Not the idiots that are calling in and calling her whatever. It's not right. She's good. Right on. Uh, thank you. Uh, by the way, I just blocked some dude who said, here's where the show goes off the rails. It's not off the rails at all. We're taking a healthy mix of people who have a reaction about an elected official who had some pointed remarks about our governor. I get why people are mad about that. I totally get it. You have every right to feel that way. Just like people on the other side have every right to say, I listened to what she said, and I think that she's got it going on. The thing is, when I hear people so riled up, no politician ever has made my blood boil. Like, nobody's ever in politics got me riled up to the point to where I was actually physically angry. And right. Maybe that's some people would look at me and say, well, you don't care. You enough. Care. Yeah. But at the same time, I don't want to be mad like that at somebody I've never met and don't know. And probably in reality will never truly affect my life. Like, like those people are, I, uh, that's, that's no way to go through life. It's kind of amazing that you could hear a lady talking about protecting Florida business admitting that Ron DeSantis has done some things right, but wanting to hold him accountable. And then they hear this, this damn liberal, she's trying to eat America. And you know what? One of the things I was going to say to her was, was kind of to paint that timeline of did things take a turn with Ron at some point? She said that without having to be egged on. She said the same exact things that we've said before in that, he was kind of killing it, and he was kind of bringing people together and doing things that, that people on the right are not known to do by looking after the environment. He was really trying to do right by the teachers. It was it was COVID when everything started to unravel for him because he. I think it, you, you had to pick a side uh, in this country, and he picked the side that, go figure, half of the people hate. And he picked the side, by the way, that kept us open, which is great, but... He's also done things like spike the football way early in the game and said, we beat this thing. He's not been perfect. And if he is indeed engaging in cronyism and an investigation shows that, he doesn't deserve to be our governor. I wonder how much, you know, that, that mind frame that I kind of talk, have talked about repeatedly where I say, by the time this comes to fruition, we might all be vaccinated anyways. Right. Do you think that the law abides by that theory? I mean, if, if let's say the FBI starts digging into it. And there's something a little bad there. And by the time they can get the details in the case together, 90% of the country is vaccinated. Right. Is it? Are you going to impeach the guy? Are you going to pull him from office? Are you going to arrest him for something that really was a two or three week difference at the end of the day? I don't know. I don't either. I'm glad I don't have to make those decisions. I just like Nikki Freed. Hang tight. We'll take your calls no matter where you're aligning yourself politically, left, right. I strive for the middle. And uh, we have an it's okay, it's not okay next about um, a bridezilla a groom, and a disgusting request on a wedding invitation. It's Drew Garabo live on 102.5 The Bone.